All right, guys. Welcome back to a hundred books a year with、uh, Kevin. Today, I want to continue our discussion on、uh, readers come home, right? Like、uh, decoding reading from a neuroscientist perspective, right? So today, I want to talk about something more broad, right? Not really, really based in neurological or neuroscientific perspective, but really, how do we Make sense of reading. Like, what is the benefit of that in our lives, right? So, according to、uh, Wolf, the author, um, there's actually a couple of things that we can draw. First of all, it's called analogy, right? The ability to make analogy to make sense to use your current example to make sense of your, uh, situation at hand or inference, right? So, in a sense, reading at least all deep reading requires the use of analogical reasoning, right? So. Inferences, for instance, right. So if we if we are to, let's say, uncover the layers of meaning of what we read, we need to use those things, right. An example of that would be,、um, probably using this book, right. Like like the reader comes home. I really, re- reading about this really solidify my idea of of、uh, connecting the dots, right. Because before. I think the reason for me reading is that I can connect the dots between different industry, between different fields, and this one kind of just draws in more for me, and that can solidify my ideal, in terms of why do I read, right? Why should anybody read? So let's take it like a little bit further, right? So, in a sense, guys, like the more we know, that means the more that we can draw analogies, right? So. Think about an uh analogy as like a you know a warehouse full of things. The more that we have in that warehouse, the more that we can use those things to make analogies, and the more that we can draw analogies, then we can actually use analogy to infer, to deduce, and to analyze and evaluate our past assumptions. Right. So for example, I'm going to talk about this in a probably a couple of days, but I'm going to talk just use it as a Quick example,、uh, my dog, right, Hank.、Um, bef- when I got him, I was you know reading all the training books. I was following the dog training. So whenever that we go out for a walk, about twice a day, we will walk around in the lawn right in front of the house、uh, a couple of times, trying to get him to pee before we actually start our walks. And then when we are starting our walks, we don't stop, right? So. That was kind of like the thing that we let him know is okay. I'm the one that's in charge of the walk, right? Like he needs to follow me and all that stuff. And I'm reading this、um, dog behavior book. I I think we're probably gonna talk about it. You know, using one、uh, day or something. But、um, this book is actually interesting because most of the time that we don't really let dogs to be dogs, right? So、uh, I don't wanna. To you know, spoil my future podcast, but in a sense, I let him to be a dog. I let him to a、uh, sniff, to mark, to smell. Then he he doesn't really pull that much, right? And then I was like, okay, cool, mission mission accomplished, right? So, in a sense, that we need to learn more to have more in the, in our、uh, repertoire before we can actually draw connection, before we can actually deeply know stuff, and. The more that we increase this, and the more that we can draw, we can, uh, do in do a inference, do deduce, do a analysis, do evaluation. The more we can do that, it really really 
increases and building and refines our growing internal platform of knowledge. Right, so that is what I'm really after here is that I want to know something about everything, but everything about something. Right now, my focus is on everything about something. No, uh, something about everything part. Right, so vice versa, if you don't do deep reading, then the less we know, the fewer uh, abilities that we can to draw analogies and you know inferences, then we have less of a capability to expand and applying for general knowledge. So what does it mean in the long run? So in the long run, a deep reading brain or a brain that is capable of deep reading has more complex method or complex or more uses of analogical, inferential or empathy towards processes, right? So they just have more idea or more room or more platform to bounce it off of in a sense that we're able to make sense of a lot of things better. So how does it apply to our life, right? Like we can say, oh yeah, right, reading is boring and whatnot. So when we learn, according to uh, the author uh, Marilyn Wolf, when we learn, we connect the processes, we connect these thoughts we evaluate, we make analogies, we make inferences over and over in our uh, reading. So our mind kind of get into that habits of it, right? We're talking about the neuroplasticity of things. So it becomes easier to apply those inferences or those connections to our life because we already tested them when, when we're reading. So in a sense that teasing apart motivation, motive, like for me, I am much more likely to pin people down when we're having a conversation like okay what do you really mean when you're when you're saying this right so you know i'm i'm less capable of taking in bs you know people gave me a blanket statement and then i'm just gonna be done with it right so in a sense that the ability to understand with greater uh, with greater clarity or with greater uh sense of function, I think that may translate to wisdom, right? So um, I, I still don't know if I'm fully expressed myself yet in this case, but the point is, is that um, the ability that we can do deep reading or we follow these basic neurological principle, then it really help us to through the tools of inferences and making analogies and really, really give us some kind of a connection that can be used in our lives so that can translate to wisdom, right? So hopefully wisdom, right? Let's, let's not be too arrogant here. Um, so again, right, reading is a muscle, right? Either you use it or you lose it. So the more that we work at it, then we can reject the passive information. So we don't have to be a passive consumer of information. Because I think that is where I want to end on, is that if we, if we think about every single thing that we consume, right? Like we see people on, the, on their phones, whatever. What are they looking at? They're looking at Instagram, Facebook, right? Um, they're looking at, you know, dating profiles. So we became passive consumer of information because that is what the app, right? The 
programming are giving us, right? The, the uh, infamous infinite scroll, right? So that's what I want to prevent is that I feel like the more that we give up, the more that we give out control to those algorithms, like when we talk about a like TikTok, right? Like those artificial intelligent algorithm, the more we give into that, the worst outcome there will be, the least amount of connection that you will make. And that's why I'm not on any of the social media. Like, you know, I didn't really, I stopped promoting for my freaking podcast because I think it's counterintuitive about like a few, few months ago and I didn't lose anybody and I didn't really gain anybody either. So um, there was not really that much of a significance in, in terms of, you know, using my social media to bump everybody to say, hey, I have a podcast, come and listen to it. Right. So this idea of fighting against passive cons uh, information consuming is, is actually my passion. That's what I want to avoid. And I think reading does that. I, I can really, really, really like reading does some kind of a heavy lifting in the sense of give us wisdom, help us to draw analogies and all that stuff. So. Um, don't get me wrong, I do see the importance of social media. I use it to follow my intellectual thought leaders, right? Let's say Tim Ferriss, Joe Rogan, um, you know, but I don't really use it that much in terms of showing off my wonderful life and my dog and all that stuff. So anyway, hopefully this one makes sense. I know this one is a little bit less of a neurological, biological base, but it's a little bit more philosophical in this regard. So, um, okay. Cool. Uh, if you like this podcast, I think we're on Apple Podcasts now, which is great. Uh, just go give us a follow there. So uh, subscribe there. Give us a review, whatever stars that you want to give. And we go from there. All right, guys. Bye.